What happens when water is exposed to EMF or wireless radiation? Here's something you may not know. Water is conscious and it responds vibrationally to whatever it is exposed to. At Omnia we've done an experiment where we froze and photographed three samples of water. Water which was not exposed to EMF radiation, the baseline, looked like this. Water which was exposed to an EMF field, a 5G radiation field in fact, looked like this. And water which was exposed to EMF that is balanced by the Omnia radiation balancer looked like this. See the difference? Remember, your body is 70% water. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount. That's no moon. It's a space station. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Just a reminder, tickets are still available for our conference, Rebels of Disclosure, May 13th through the 16th in Grafton, Illinois. It's right around the corner. If you can't make it in person, you can always grab a virtual pass. Live stream passes are only $88. All the information is below at rebelsofdisclosure.com. We have a great lineup this year, and we really can't wait to see you guys out there. So if you feel at all compelled to join us, you can find all the information below, and we hope to see you there. Um, today's guest, we have Tom Palladino who is a researcher and engineer of scalar light technology. And I'm really excited about this episode because back in the early days of YouTube, we used to cover a lot of alternative health and we used to have like some holistic nurses and we covered the vaccine and all this health related stuff that YouTube and roll. Uh, yeah. yeah. The YouTube wiped out and they said it was medical misinformation. So I'm so excited to have another finally be doing more episodes on medical misinformation <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um without fearing the censorship right you, everything yeah. you're about to hear is medical misinformation just so you know according to youtube right. and the power but, but no alternative health is one of the things we used to like to cover but we we didn't get a chance to youtube kind of you know suppressed us so we we quit having on those guests because we just simply couldn't so i'm excited to get back into that and you know Tom has some amazing work and he has incredible technology he's working with, the scalar light technology, which we know uh, Nikola Tesla was working with. So I guess just to get get us kicked off, maybe you can kind of introduce yourself and then let everyone know, you know, how you even discovered scalar technology and how you started working with it and what that journey was like. Gentlemen, thank you for the interview. We're going to speak about scalar energy, the energy of the sun and the stars. How did I first find out about this? It was Nikola Tesla. The great scientist Nikola Tesla was the first person to harness scalar energy, which is free energy from the sun and the stars. And I always say we, we should have followed his lead. We should have listened to Tesla. He was brilliant. To this day, we don't quite understand what he was up to. But he did have a career in scalar energy, what he called radiant energy. Why is that important? It introduces a new way of of generating power of, of, if you will, running machinery. This technology should change the world. It will eventually once we embrace it. So we're going to speak about the energy of the sun and the stars. Yeah, that, and that's incredible. So Beautiful. I guess basically maybe we can 
lay down the foundation for the audience. What is scalar light energy? It's the initial energy of the sun and the stars. Even Tesla said that the sun was driven by some unforeseen power. Well, what is that power? It's scalar energy. It's not electricity. So if we look at the very primal cause of, of nature, of the energy behind the sun and the stars, it's this radiant energy. Some people call it plasma energy. Today, I call it scalar light or scalar energy. It's the primal force of the universe. Now, why is that important? Because everything derives from light. Light dictates nature. So we're at the primal foundation, if you will, of nature with scalar energy. Yeah. So it's it's basically like carrier waves, right? And it carries it's information carrying through, carried through light, essentially. Exactly. We're having a conference through our computers. There's a carrier wave. There's, if you will, some type of modulation that will carry our conversation. Well, imagine if you have the sun and the stars that carry the information throughout the universe. Okay? That's profound. And that's my contention. Scalar energy is the carrier wave for all information. Scalar energy dictates nature. So yeah. you, you discovered this through just what, reading about Tesla? Reading about Tesla, and I had the good fortune to, to meet a family in the United States, the Hieronymus family, that were developing scalar energy instruments. And the instrument behind me is a modified, uh, if you will, example of that Hieronymus earlier development. So this is a modified version of Galen Hieronymus' scalar energy instrument. And Tesla wasn't the only one who was working with this stuff. There was, a, I guess, a handful of researchers... Yeah. Um, I know um, Maxwell, what's his name? Um, yeah, Gordon. James Blair. Maxwell was a brilliant Absolutely. theoretician, brilliant mathematician, and he devised a set of formula that he proved the existence of scalar energy. So if the math is correct, then the science usually follows. Well, imagine all these brilliant men. Maxwell, the brilliant mathematician. Tesla, who had scalar energy instruments. Hieronymus, my predecessor, who had scalar energy instruments. All of these men demonstrated that there's another type of energy, that scalar energy is very real, that it's free energy from the sun and the stars. So the poignant question is, why aren't we using the free energy from the sun and the stars? That's well, the million-dollar question. Right. <laughs> why aren't we using it? And I think the ancients were. Uh, Ken Rolla did some great work and discovered that basalt, basalt rock and columns they emanate and produce a scalar energy. And a lot of the ancient megalithic structures all over the world use basalt in their building material. So, because of its monoatomic properties, it's a perfect scalar conductor. Right? And, and, and we know these sites around the world are a technology, they're not just, you know, architecture. And so, obviously, they were working with this back then. And it's only, it only makes sense that we would eventually rediscover it, but then also it makes even more sense that they would suppress it because they're trying to enslave us. But yeah, yes. Well, you're right. Even many pyramids and obelisks we've observed will capture. It's a passive capacitor, if you will, of scalar energy. So we see this throughout nature. People absorb this energy from the sun and the stars. Now, we just need the world to realize, including academia, that there's two energies. Yes, electricity and magnetism are valid, but there's another energy. We really should concentrate on scalar energy. It's free. 
It's clean. It's unlimited. It's safe, as opposed to other types of energy generation. Right. Absolutely. And I, I guess uh, even plants and like photosynthesis, it's kind of like another version of that. Like the light yeah. is carrying information to the plant. Yeah. That it well, that, yeah. Well, what you just said is the reason why they're not using it because it's free. You can't meter it. You can't charge for it. Well, you, you could try, but really you can't. And that's why Tesla got shut down because JP Morgan was like, well, how do you meter this? Yeah. Do you charge for it? He's like, you don't. It's free. That's yeah. the whole point. He's like, oh, well, we can't have that. Shut it down, you know? Yeah. And then yes. it, it all, but then what happened is all his, all his stuff got stolen and then weaponized against humanity secretly instead of being used for humanity's benefit. And that's still going on today, unfortunately. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The day that Nikola Tesla died, the United States government seized his notes, his equipment, his inventions, and we've never seen anything from that seizure. Mm-hmm. Now, why would the government seize everything, the entire scientific laboratory of Nikola Tesla? Well, they knew that he was onto something. They knew that he, he had this advanced technology that everybody should benefit from, not the elite. Everybody should benefit from this technology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what's interesting, Aaron, you said about J.P. Morgan metering the technology or metering electricity basically i think i I forgot where i read it but they they literally had to develop a way like our power stations develop a way to start charging people by the minute for for the electricity because they were like well we can't we can't give them this we need to we need to figure out a way to like monitor this and meter it and charge it charge people so like they went out of their way to disrupt the technology so they could charge us because you got you got to keep the money system the slave system going yes it is a slave system. right yeah, it is now if this is free energy it liberates mankind any anytime you have freedom you're liberated anytime you have to pay or, or anytime you have to work extensively for something that's not liberation so free energy will liberate the world so i have perfected it so far to a certain extent with quantum wellness, we'll get into that. Eventually, I'd like to expand my work and illuminate, light up a building. That's my end goal. That's well. That's, that's incredible. Amazing. And what you were just showing us before we uh, we before we started recording, you know, this technology right behind you, all your devices, you just hold the light bulb over it, and it actually illuminates the bulb. Yeah. So I think you're already on your way there. I am. Thank you to, to demonstrate to the audience. If I hold. I'm using a red light bulb, so it will show up. If I hold this light bulb in my hand, place it close close to the instrument, it illuminates. So that's immediate energy. That's a local environment which we can illuminate a light bulb. So if I can do this in my lab, eventually I should be able to do that across the country, across the world. And you can. We're going to get there. It's coming. Right. So yes. this, So these devices behind you, this was, I guess, you perfected or modified the devices that you were already aware of? Correct. I, I uh, started working with the Hieronymus family. Galen Hieronymus was a prolific inventor. Uh, he started his career as an electrical engineer, and he ended his career as a scalar engineer. And this in- instrument that I'm pointing to is a modification of a Hieronymus instrument. So I'm not the original inventor. 
But the key to this is we're controlling a scalar wave. It's not electricity. And once you control scalar energy, you're in a different dimension. Now, I want to make this clear to the audience. When we work with scalar energy, you're no longer bound to one point in time. This energy will, if you will, interface with the universe immediately, instantaneously. So with electricity, it's really, it's really if you will, a, a, a local phenomenon. It's a local event. Scalar energy is non-local. You access the universe. We'll get into it. Well, I mean, it's the yeah, ether, exactly. essentially. Yes. You're ac accessing the ether, which academia has discarded to simplify yeah. the original theories, but we know why they did that. Yeah. 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 Precisely. Tesla frequently referred to the ether. Um, he, he, he considered it to be the, the illuminating or the luminiferous substance, some type of substance that, if you will, would, this medium connects everything. And it does. And you have to have some type of connection or some type of medium. Because all information, all light is traversing the universe. Well, how does it traverse? Through the ether. Sadly, academia today has tried to debunk ether. It's it's that's foolish. It's real. It's real, and that's a that's another problem we have to overcome. Right. The whole entire yeah, premise that we the, the foundation that's been laid out for us is wrong. So everyone's studying their science based mm -hmm. on wrong information, disinformation. And, and who writes the science books? Many times, it's the elite, otherwise right. known as yeah. the Illuminati. They are the ones who are pushing this agenda, right? Absolutely, exactly. And and we've had like guys like William Tompkins say that all the textbooks, especially in the universities, are are intentionally loaded with misinformation to misguide all the amazing, brilliant minds out there. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So so they hit a dead end. Like there there's they they have the missing. They like remove parts of certain theories and equations, so that the foundation is already skewed to begin with isn't it amazing and, and this this goes on and on and this there is a controlling element out there call it the cabal call it the international bankers why don't why do they suppress knowledge well with knowledge you're empowered and if you have the knowledge you, you can empower yourself and you can rid yourself of this debt system of this slavery system now, when, once you really go into this really in, in, a, in a deep capacity, you see how extensive this control is over mankind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's very apparent. It. It's very apparent. We're in the middle of, you know, we're it's it's the most chaotic times, I guess, we've since I've been alive. And it's only getting worse. But hopefully that's for a, hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel, which I believe there is. And, and this is just kind of like a cleanup period, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. These devices. So the reason, you know, we, before we did the interview, uh, you offered me a free trial to run this um, device and I didn't know what to expect. This was right around the first of the year, a little after that, a few weeks ago, whatever it was. And I had no idea what to expect. I talked to you on the phone. I felt good about it. I'm like, sure, let's, you know, I, I sent you my picture and the whole protocol and you started running it. Well, the, I didn't even, I, f I almost forgot that I did that. And I just noticed I started feeling amazing. Like I had all this energy. I, I, my workouts were better. 
I didn't know where it was coming from. Like usually when I should have been tired after my workout, I could keep going and it was just like amazing. And I'm like, there's no way this machine is actually making me feel this way. And I'm, and I just like, I couldn't ignore it, you know, and you would send the emails every day and, and I was reading what it was doing and I'm like, this is incredible. And you know, the first week to nine days was, I had this off the charts energy. Then I kind of hit like a lower part uh, where I had to rest, you know, I had to rest a little bit, but I could feel, I could feel something was working. Something was different with me. Uh, my mental clarity had heightened like exponentially. I was reading a lot more books. I was just retaining the information and, and uh, it's just been this, um, this incredible period that I wasn't expecting. And, you know, I can attribute it to anything like, Oh, we just had, it's a new year. You know, I set the intention, but Ultimately, I think it had a lot to do with this technology, which it sounds kind of like woo-woo whenever people don't understand the technology and how it travels and traverses the ether. And it's doesn't it's like by location almost. Yes. Right? Yes, that's brilliant. Yes. So what are we getting at? Remember my earlier statement. Electricity magnetism is local. Scale energy is non-local, meaning what? I can be in two places at once. I can both well, I can be in 10 places simultaneously because the universe is holographic and you need an ether to accomplish that holographic concept. So what am I working with? I'm working with holographic energy. I work through the ether and yes, people can bilocate to me by way of their photograph. Now to be clear, what is Tyler speaking about? He sent me his photograph. He's never, Tyler's never been in my lab. I worked with this photograph just as I'm holding up my photograph. So this instrument finds a signature on a photograph because I bilocate or anybody who sends me their photograph bilocates to my laboratory. That is non-local activity. So explain that a little, yeah. explain that a little more in depth just for the audience who's trying to understand this technology. So I mean, we see what it's doing with the the light bulbs. Now, actually, before that, I want to ask you, is there anything actually plugged in, any electricity yeah. plugged into the devices behind you? Yes. Presently, in order for me to run this, I take AC electricity and convert it into scalar. So the end result is scalar energy. I've not been able to harness the stars yet. I want to be able to do that. Tessa achieved that. He was able to harness that energy without electricity. But Hieronymus developed this energy through taking electrical current and converting it into, into scalar. Now, again, the key to my work is I'm working in a different dimension, scalar energy dimension, to elaborate. My photograph has energy or intelligence. Everything has intelligence. If I place my photograph in the instrument, the instrument will walk into my intelligence or find my intelligence, or if you will, just interface automatically, because again, in a scalar energy environment, the ether connects everything, Scalar energy connects everything. You don't have to tell the instrument what to do. You don't have to tell the energy what to do. This instrument works like a universal satellite. It can pick up, it can connect, call it what you will. It can interface with anything, including a person's photograph. So to be clear, my photograph has my signature and it has my energy. This instrument will find me by way of my photograph. So absolutely. Yeah, so many questions. So this is okay, so whenever you it finds your signature, 
how did you determine that the result that you were even achieving results? Yeah. The first time I started working with the Hieronymus family, I was working with my photograph. And after working with myself, in one hour, my sinuses cleared. My lungs cleared out. I had a little bit of a cough. And immediately, I was able to breathe easy. My lungs had cleared out, as I mentioned. So I said to myself, this is incredible. Without the use of any physical means, it's obviously this is not Western medicine. It's a new approach in which we're working with a force field. And I always use photographs so people bilocate my laboratory. And one of the advantages of bilocation, you don't obviously have to spend the money or time to visit a laboratory. Your photograph visits a lab and we access your aura or your force field. It's not a chemical process. And when I send instructions into your force field, it finds the bacteria in your force field and it destroys it or brings it to a state of chaos. So don't think in flesh and blood terms. Think of just only energy. There's the energy of bacteria is found on my photograph and I negate that energy of bacteria. So I no longer have the intelligence. I no longer have bacteria in my force field. What's the result? People feel better. Their workout improves. They have energy. Their dream state enhances. That happens. So, so we're not working again through the physical realm. We're working through the non-physical realm, the realm of intelligence. Yeah, my dream state did enhance actually exponentially. It was very interesting. So you're in, you're implying that. So this targets the genetic targets targets any bacteria at a genetic level, at the molecular level, and it can either um, dissipate a vi like. Are you are you saying that this can target a virus? Like, yes, easily. Yes. Okay. Any anything I introduce into this instrument, it, it will interpret and perform its function. Now, keep in mind, there's no human reason. And I'll explain how I target, for instance, um, a common virus, Epstein-Barr virus. This is the actual process that I use. Anytime I work, I work with photographs because photographs are flawless. Photographs are energy on paper, so to speak. This is a, a photograph of Epstein-Barr. It's common. If I want to eradicate the signal, the intelligence of Epstein-Barr, I place my photograph side by side the photograph of Epstein-Barr. Now think in terms of intelligence, communication. The energy, the communication of Epstein-Barr, that signal is found in my photograph. If that intelligence, if that presence of Epstein-Barr is in my photograph, in my force field, the instrument will look for Epstein-Barr and eradicate it, bring it to a state of chaos, nullify it, cure it absolve it, disassemble it, call it what you will. It's all energetic, and it only happens in the energy field, not the biological field. So, and, and you know this is accurate. You know you're achieving results because of the testimonies? Because Correct. Testimonies. The only way I can prove or disprove this is through testimonies. I'm going to hold this up. Here's one testimony that somebody sent us after we work with them. This individual said they no longer had a viral load steam bar after being positive after, after having a viral load for Epstein bar for years, their PCR test was no showed no viral load. Mm -hmm. 
So after having it for over a decade, they started working with you and your technology and they it was gone, eradicated. It was gone. Now, you cannot explain that by Newtonian physics. You cannot explain this. Western science and Western medicine cannot explain this. Why? I don't work with Western medicine. I don't work with Western science. It's a new science in which we work through the ether that academia has discarded. We work through scalar energy. We work through force fields that academia has not yet embraced. And we're working with another type of energy, scalar energy, which is not electromagnetic energy, that once again, academia has discarded, is not recognized. So, so you have like on your website, which what, what's the name of your website again? Scalar Light. ScalarLight.com. So you say this, you can provide a pathogen cleanse, essential nutrient program, chakra balancing, and then you even have results of curing things like HIV and herpes and Epstein-Barr. So can you elaborate a little bit on, uh, I guess we'll start with like the pathogen cleanse and then go into the nutrient program. I, I have assembled in my laboratory, I have photographs of microbes, germs. I have over 400,000 photographs of microbes. And have a team and we every day we we search for different microbes and in one hour i can take those microbes and scan them into my force field now keep in mind there's no chemicals involved it's all intelligence and if i scan those microbes into my force field i can eradicate them i can bring them to a state of chaos for instance here's a a collage if you will of 15 different viruses if I were to take my photograph and match it up to those 15 different viruses, the instrument, the energy will look for those 15 different viruses. If they found, if they are identified in my quantum field, the instrument will negate the intelligence of those viruses. So we only work with intelligence. It's not chemical. So it's the simple and straightforward way to recognize, identify a microbe and eradicate or bring it to a state of chaos. This can only be done in the quantum field with a quantum instrument. You cannot achieve this with electricity. Now, how is this different from like the quantum biofeedback machines that I know a number of people use? That, that doesn't actually heal, that just diagnoses, if I'm correct? Uh, to answer your question, I don't know, because I don't really get into other type of instruments, but I'm going to make this distinction. This instrument is a scalar energy instrument. I don't work with electricity. There, there's no frequencies with what I'm using. So my instrument is unique because I'm working in the other energy spectrum, a different dimension. Whereas there are many instruments on the market today that are still working with electricity or magnetism. There's a gigantic difference. It's like the Rife, Rife machines that work. Supposedly, it matches the frequency of whatever. Yes. And that, it's how that works, yeah. right? Yeah, there was a brilliant uh, uh, theorist and, and inventor, Royal Rife. And Rife, I believe, was using electromagnetic energy, but he was able to pinpoint the disease signature. Everything has a signature in intelligence. And according to his great results, Rife, Royal Rife, was able to nullify, negate, cure, remove that signal for that disease pattern. Now, again, this is all informational. This is a new branch of science in which we're working with force fields information. It really has nothing to do with the physical body. This is not biology. 
Well, well, all the physical ailments that we have have an energetic root. On, yeah. Um, yeah. In, including cancers. Exactly. And yeah. So you have on your website, you know, testimonies and documents where people send you, I guess, their results of their HIV being cured, herpes and yeah. all that stuff. So you have you have like actual you're seeing actual real results with this stuff yeah. is what I'm trying to say. That's that's correct. I'm, I'm going to hold this one up. This here's a HIV testimony. Somebody in India was positive for HIV for years. And after simply sending us their photograph. Bear in mind, this individual did not visit my laboratory. This individual lives in India. This individual had a follow-up PCR test result, and it's undetected. For the first time since this individual was positive, did they have a PCR test that's undetected. Now, this is new and groundbreaking science. I have to inculcate that with your audience. It's never been done before. These instruments are unique. Nobody has duplicated my results. I look forward to the day that somebody, some community, some university duplicates my results. It's not happened yet. So you also mentioned the chakra balancing. That, that, that would just essentially, I mean, how does that work? I mean, I understand the technology. So like, what do you, is, what do, you do in particular to align or balance? For one hour a day, I illuminate the mind. Now, if this instrument can illuminate a light, and if I place my photograph next to the instrument, it's illuminating my mind. That's the chakra balance. For one hour a day, I place a photograph in the instrument. In one hour a day, my brain waves and my chakras are being balanced. So again, you can't do that if you sit next to a light bulb, an electrical light bulb, it's not going to have that effect. A scalar energy instrument will access your seven chakras and your brain waves. And this is why many people say that they're calmer or they can give up, say, coffee or drugs or alcohol. Some people say that their dream state is enhanced. We're sending intelligence information into the mind and the seven chakras. And in so doing, people feel better. Mm -hmm. So the device behind you, like, can you explain a little bit like what you're using what materials you're using to actually generate scalar energy we start with as i mentioned with an ac current and there's a lot of geometry and a lot of it was developed by dr hieronymus and the key is you have to take electricity and you have to form what's a double helix scalar energy is, a, is the double helix it's a waveform after that geometry is accomplished there's a capacitor in which it stores the energy the energy then is pulsed to this vacuum tube. That vacuum tube is, if you will, is like a miniature star. It has a, this 3D capacity. There's no solid state in work. It has to be a vacuum tube. And once the scalar energy is in that vacuum tube, then it's simply sent, channeled to the Tesla coils, and the Tesla coils magnifies it, and then interfaces it or broadcasts it throughout the universe. Once the energy is in, in this instrument in the form of a scalar wave, you immediately access the ether. You immediately access scalar energy. You don't have to have a satellite to send the energy from point A to point B. You don't need wires. You don't need a substation. Why? The universe is connected by way of ether. This infrastructure is free. The ether is free. 
And as we discussed previously, we should have listened to Tesla where we would have free energy and a free infrastructure. The infrastructure provides the connection. The infrastructure is the medium. You don't need an expensive multi-billion dollar medium in the form of satellites, induction motors, and transformers, and step-down transformers. You don't need that. The ether is the infrastructure. Right. So what it, what would it take for you to, I guess, broaden the effects of that device and extend and illuminate a city, I guess, or a small town? I'm, I'm working with a, a certain geometry. It's a cube. It's a crystal cube. It's a, it's a cube with, with the top removed. And that geometry will allow the scalar wave to build up and to magnify. And it, it, the floor will be gold. So crystal walls, a cube, and the floor is pure gold. That type of geometry and those type of building materials allow a scalar wave to amplify 100-fold, 1,000-fold. And once I perfect that technique, I should be able to light up a city a city. So this would potentially be why I, we, the capstone and the pyramids were gold, if they were gold. Yes, they were. Exactly. Why? That's the proper geometry. Okay. And why, why a pyramid? Well, that captures a, a double helix. There's a certain angle that captures, that harnesses that double helix. So the, the pyramids were in, were in many ways scalar energy instruments. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's that's been proven by science. Actually, there's many scientists that have proven that pyramids are a technology and they're harnessing scalar energy. And they can heal. They can yeah. remove disease, like you just said. They uh, cause plants to grow like four or five times the size. Yeah. Um, you know, purify water, purify the air, all kinds of stuff. Have you conducted any of those experiments with with your device, as far as yeah. uh, growing yeah. plants and purifying water? Yeah, I, I, I've been working with um, uh, people around the world. Sometimes people send me photographs of their gardens. We've been able to eradicate bacteria, fungi, plant fungi from their garden. I've worked with people in Hawaii. There's a tree called Ohia tree that had a fungal blight. And every time we would work with photographs from Hawaii, we were able to eradicate that fungal blight and stop the spread of what is known as rapid Ohia death, rapid ohia tree death. So we've been very successful working with trees, crops, gardens. People from Tanzania have sent me their photographs of goats. And I've been able to work with goats. And the goats are healthier. Many of these goats, their, their yield has increased. Some farmers say that their milk production has increased. So there's so many applications Oh, th that brings me to my next point. Yeah. So you've also started running this on my dog who uh, has been sick for quite some time and she was uh, losing her hair and she was shaking really bad every day. Maybe she had cancer. I don't know for sure. But um, I can tell you this, this past month while you've been running the machine, she stopped losing hair and she stopped shaking and she's a lot calmer and more energy. Uh, it's, it's, you know, she's been coming, she was at a very, very low energy level. So um, if I can attribute that to the, this technology, then for one, thank you. And for two, like this is also great for pets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I have two dogs. My dogs are always healthy. 
my dogs, not that I'm inquiring, but my dogs never have bad breath. Some dogs, some animals have bad breath because they have halitosis is to be attributed to bacterial infection and, and rotting. It's, it's putrefaction. Well, my dogs, their, their, their gums are pink. They're healthy. Now, obviously, my dog and your dog, I not realize that they're being treated with scalar energy. So we can, we can move aside any consideration of a placebo effect. So does this work? I would say so. Yeah. It works. Okay, so here's my next question. You offer like a 15-day trial period uh, for free, actually, for people to try this out, correct? That's correct. And I do that because this is new. My work has never been duplicated. So how do I introduce this? And how do I make this simple and easy? How do I prove to people? I'm all about proof. If there's one thing I want to demand is performance. I perform. I show proof. How do I prove it? I give away 15 days of free sessions. I prove my work. I prove that there is benefit. So my website has 15 days of free session. Anybody in the world can send us a family photographs of photographs of pets if you have done so. And you will then experience and you judge. Let the people judge. And then if they decide they like it, they can, you know, go back and I guess do another session, which is my next question. So is it guaranteed that let's say that that'll target HIV in one 30 day session or like, yeah. will it take multiple sessions sometimes? Yeah, yeah. In, in one 30 day session, we can identify the intelligence of HIV in eradicate. Actually, it only takes one day because we're working at the root level. We're working at the primal level. This is not chemical. It's intelligence. So HIV has a signal. If I had the HIV virus, by matching up and instructing this HIV virus to locate and identify and eradicate any presence of the HIV intelligence, it will do so. I don't eradicate a microbe. I eradicate the intelligence of the microbe. And it's so much easier with doing it in that fashion. We're not at the chemical state. We're at the spiritual, the auric state. So this yeah, you're is, getting go ahead, to man. the energetic roots of it rather than the already manifested physicality. Yeah. Of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like a next level parasite cleanse. Yes, exactly. Yeah. With, without consequence. Now, when I speak for yourself, when I work with people, they never have a chemical detox. There's no bloating. They don't swell. They, they're not tired. They're not depressed. Why? It's not a chemical process. We're working at the level of information. You cannot have a, an allergic reaction from information. You can have allergic reaction from a biological reaction. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with information, there are no biological consequences. So would there be a benefit to booking another session after the 30 day, first 30 days is over? It's up to people. I, I want this to be a grassroots movement. And in so doing, I let the people adjudicate. I let the people judge what they need. I don't make that decision for anybody. Okay. I just didn't know if you had yeah. seen any like extended or benefit or some, results. Some people want to be on this 24-7. Some people sign up. We have a year-long program. Some people want to be on this for a year because they feel that there's benefits to be derived from this. We leave it up to the people. There are benefits, especially if you're immunocompromised, I believe. Many people say that they like 
they like the security of being on this around the clock. Well, yeah, because I mean, we're we live in a poison environment. So even though you've done this, it doesn't mean that you're not going to pick something else up as soon as you walk out your front door from the air, the water, the food, everything. Which, which brings me to my next point. I want to work with charities around the world, pro bono. And eventually, I want to work with billions of people. And in order for me to get to that point of working with billions of people, people have to start participating. I'm, I'm willing to treat the role. If I have to do it for free, I'll do it. But I need some type of financing to help us eventually. Right. Okay? We need, you need a staff to do this. This doesn't happen by accident. We, we need resources. We'll come to that point. But right now, we're, 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 still, we're still growing. So you, we talked about plants. Have you tested this on restructuring water? Like, have you done like the uh, – well, go ahead. Yeah, so some people have done stuff. Some people have sent me samples of water and they've said it, they've looked at water under a microscope and it looks, it has a greater, uh, it's, it's more aesthetic. More it's, symmetrical? It's clear. Yeah, more symmetrical. It has the geometry is more, perhaps enhanced or it just looks pretty, if you will. Right. Now, can I prove that yet? No, because I need a third party to prove my work. It just, interested third party. Nobody's come across, nobody's come to me as a disinterested third party to work with me. Mm, interesting. Well, I don't, I mean, they're disinterested for a reason. You're with me. I mean, I, I could talk until I'm blue in the face, but then you need an independent group that's disinterested, that's not persuaded, that's unbiased to perform a, a study that hasn't happened. Right. So, I mean, this is pretty, like you said, groundbreaking stuff. And I think it's incredible that you're doing this and, you know, helping people. So uh, people want to book a session with you. They can just go to your website and all the options are there. And how do they sign up for the free 15 day trial? It's so simple that on our homepage, um, we have two or three portals. Anybody can click the portal, upload your family photograph, not only yourself, but you can send in family members, pets. Make sure your family is cognizant that you're doing this. And that way, we want you to have a hands-on experience. Then you decide. It's so important that this is grassroots, and I'll tell you why. If we, if we leave out of the equation big business and corruption and, and, and any type of nonsense and just leave it with people and let the people bring this forward, this will work. This will catch on. I don't want to be dependent upon big business or government. I want to be dependent upon God, and I want to work with the people. So that's why we give away 15 days of free sessions, and that's why we want this to grow at a grassroots level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. As soon as it gets into the wrong hands, you know, it's game over. Right. Exactly. exactly. Well, right. thank you for telling the audience what happened with Tesla. The day Tesla died, the United States government stole all of his inventions and his notes. They had no right to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Thank God we have the internet now and a lot more means of getting this out there to more people than back when Tesla was alive, where, you know, it was a little bit harder back then to, to teach other people how to recreate this stuff or, or, um, get it out there, you know, back then. Mm -hmm. So now we got the internet, which is why, um, 
their their censorship is so insane because now they're realizing way too many people are waking up way too many yeah. people are paying attention to this type of stuff and taking it seriously and through the internet they're like we gotta that's why our youtube channel just got deleted you know they're like crap too many people are paying attention shut it down you know uh, eventually it's going to be game over and they're not going to you know when enough of us wake up they can't they can't stomp it out anymore you know it's game mm -hmm. over you're absolutely right. The truth will set you free. And I, I salute you both, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for standing up for the truth. You have to look at the cause and effect relationship in anything. Look at the world situation. What caused this? Well, a lot of this is, is caused by very evil, greedy international bankers who want to control this scenario. Mm -hmm. These evil, evil, greedy bankers don't care about us. They want to have control over us and they'll do anything they can. They're, they're despots. They'll do anything they can to manipulate us. Exactly. Right. right. And we've seen that. I mean, you don't even have to prove that to people anymore. It's pretty apparent. Right. <laughs> no, it's, if, if you don't get it now, it's like, well, you're sleepwalking. You're in denial. You're in denial. Right. 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 Absolutely. So I think, people are programmed by the very system that is doing the suppressing, which is the irony of it. Uh, they're programmed by the propaganda of that very system. And that alone, you know, people attach their own identity to their programming. They think that is them. So they defend it at all costs and they don't want to let yes. go of it. Yes. That's how it works. Exactly. Because then they'd have to, then they have to change. Right. For some of them, it would be a, a sea change. They'd have to change their entire viewpoint of many, many aspects in life. They don't want to do that. They don't. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> not, and like, it's not comfortable to them. They don't want to do that. And right. and it requires a lot of um, relationship changes as well. And letting go mm -hmm. of a lot of people that really aren't serving you or whenever your friends in the first place. Or, you know. mm -hmm. Even maybe changing your career, quitting your job, right. changing, yeah, changing your relationship. Like you said, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of responsibility and a lot of people are just way too afraid to do that. Yeah. And in the past three or four years with the pandemic, we saw many people wake up and they realized that they had to get out of that situation, that they were being controlled. And those who escaped the matrix or escaped that, uh, if you will, that death spiral, Aren't, mm -hmm. aren't. they're all for the better don't let them drag you down they will the illuminati will drag you down right yeah, and exactly. i i did that in 2019 i quit my 15-year job of being in commercial construction and i it was that it was my soul it was just sucking my soul like it was a life force sucking energy every day i went to work i'm like i don't belong here i felt it at like a soul level and when i finally made that decision and, and broke free from that exponentially like everything changed in my life and opportunities that i would have never have known were waiting for me were there waiting for me and like you just can't even fathom what's outside outside of that program that you don't even know you're in sometimes until you just take that leap of faith i guess because it was i had to literally give up a, a you know financial the financial aspect of you know how much money i was making at the time like i had to give all that up like, cause that's the incentive. Like you get in this position in a company and you're like, man, like I would be a fool to leave this now, you know, I'm set, but you're really not set. You're really just so far ingrained and in you can't even get out. You know, you can't you're see just that. deep in a, in a slave right. system. Right. That's using money to keep you there basically. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So you mentioned earlier about working in another dimension, and this is something important right now because I see a lot of mainstream, like this is new terminology that's hitting the mainstream. You know, the David Grush testimony is talking about interdimensional beings that the government's been working with, uh, even on the Joe Rogan podcast. Now he's talking about Sasquatch being interdimensional instead of a physical thing. So that's, that, let's just say like that's reaching millions and millions of people. Now that terminology is this that seed has been planted into the collective consciousness. In my opinion, regardless of what you think of these gentlemen, it's still changing the world exponent like i think that yeah, you know it's it's changing the conversation and now we can start to you can tell people that you're working in another dimension and they'll listen and they'll believe you and they won't laugh it off yeah thank you i've been at this now for close to 50 years well I, i've seen incredible change in the past five years people are accepting of this now because they've been educated and you're right various podcasters or anybody who's promulgating the fact that there is another dimension than that of electricity and magnetism, that the ether is real. And if there's ether, then the ether will allow us to connect to everything. The ether is non-local. That's what I'm speaking about. This is a non-local instrument. So what's interdimensional? It's, it's only afforded because you have ether. If you didn't have ether, then you'd still be bound perhaps just to one, one point in time. Anyway, I can't think of a universe without either. I mean, it's just foolish. But you're right. The collective consciousness is waking up. Thank you for this interview. Thank you for, if you will, just continuing, allowing the ball to continue to roll and roll. Right. It's like, I, it's like the snowball effect. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger until it's unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. There's, that's why it's grassroots with me. You see, to be very candid, if I work with any nefarious group, that nefarious group sooner or later would try and stop us, and they could. Right. This was Tessa's problem. Tessa did not have the internet, and, and the international bankers were against it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they, they, the international bankers conducted a smear campaign against Tessa, which was obviously unwarranted, but sadly, many people believed it at that time. Well, right. now we realize that, that that was a contrivance, and Tessa was a good guy. And these demonic forces were against it. Had Tesla had, had availed himself to the internet over a hundred years ago, he would have won. Yeah. I believe that. Absolutely. Spreads like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're here. We're, we're here to carry on that torch, you know? And um, so what was your life like before you were introduced to all this stuff? I mean, did it take you some time to wrap your head around this stuff? Or did, were you reluctant to, you know, dive into that world? No, I, I, I immersed myself. As soon as I read Tesla, I've always had this gift of abstraction, mysticism. I understood what Tesla was doing. And when Tesla would refer to the energy of the sun, he said I could actually put a lever, some type of control on the sun. He meant that he could control the incoming energy from the sun, so to speak. I knew what he was speaking about. And then it dawned on me that, yes, there's another type of energy and the sun, sun and the stars, scatter energy, what he called radiant energy. We'll make a long story short, in theory, over 50 years ago, I agreed to this and I accepted this. Today, in practice, I can prove it's real. Right. And you, you mentioned something about like, okay, so the light, that, that turns on that light bulb, that scalar energy. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with how Tesla 
turned on the lights to the World Fair and the Chicago's World Fair in 1933. So yeah. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this. We just covered this in our Tartaria webinar, but um it was it sounds like free energy. Right. So this is this is literally how they they turned on the lights in at the 1933 Chicago World Fair. It was constructed it was constructed on ground pumped from the bottom of Lake Michigan talking about the grounds for the World Fair. Its lighting system was put in operation by a ray of light from the star Arcturus after a 40-year journey over 225 million miles. So, and it goes on to talk about, and Nikola Tesla was specifically behind this. They were able to harness the energy from a ray of light from the star Arcturus at the exact time that that light reached Earth and use it to power the electricity at the World Fair. And we're talking about some, this is insane level technology in 1933. And I can only imagine. Yeah, in 1933, 100 years ago. I don't know if the people at the world's fair were aware of this was how it was being powered if it was introduced and you know displayed that way or the, this was just something unbeknownst to them either way this is if they were able to do that you say come scalar light comes from the sun and the stars that's proof that he understood that and this is documented in actual books that i have about the world fair so if they're turning on the power to a city using starlight it i mean it only makes sense that we're going to recreate it eventually Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And once we do, free energy will liberate mankind. Look how expensive it is and dangerous with the types of energy we have today. Electricity is it's wonderful, but it's expensive and dangerous. Well, mm -hmm. the energy from the sun and the stars is free. You don't have to produce this energy. I've always said that the power plant of the future are the stars. Mm -hmm. It will change the world. Scale energy will change the social order. Tesla not only envisioned free energy, but he, he created a car that operated under scalar energy. Imagine a car that would operate from star power. Imagine yeah. how that would liberate mankind from, from having to plug in to an electrical device to charge up your battery or you know, to visit a gas station every week. This right. technology will change the way we live. So Absolutely. Am I wrong? Did did Tesla like you're talking about? He used he developed a car that would work off the Tesla yep. tower. I think I remember reading about that, and he was able to drive so many miles around the tower with just on free energy, right? He was in Buffalo, New York, and those who witnessed this car said it was silent in operation. They did not observe any smoke or any type of combustion. So apparently, Tesla had harnessed the energy of the sun and the stars, and he was able to power a car through star power mm -hmm. yeah th th that's pretty incredible and so have you tried any operating any devices with your device like uh, i don't know small motors and stuff like that i've not developed that i mean i don't have tesla's prowess but in the future i i'm almost guaranteed i'll be able to illuminate a light bulb at a distance and i'm trying to do away with motors altogether see a motor is a, is unnecessary you right. don't need motors. You, this is the, the this is the motor itself. The energy right, right. is the motor. So we we're moving away from that mechanistic standpoint, and we're moving into all information, all energy. And eventually, you'll be able to develop an anti gravity instrument simply by negating gravity with scalar energy. 
So the key to transportation in the future will be an anti-gravity scalar energy instrument Mm -hmm. in which you don't need a combustion motor. All you do is manipulate gravity. You know, a motor is is an unnecessary intermediary. You don't need that. Right. Well, I guess what I guess more or less I was wondering like if you put a, a small fan, oscillating fan, like next to that, like it would it is there any chance that it could power that fan? No, because that fan re- um, recognizes electricity. Okay. As a matter of fact, if I take my cell phone and I place it too close to the Tesla coils, my cell phone will not operate because the cell phone only recognizes electromagnetic microwave. So the cell phone will be confused. I see what you're saying now. So we have to develop all new devices too and technology to work with the, yeah. the device. Yeah. Okay. But it will be pennies on the dollar. Remember, you don't need an infrastructure. Now look at a cell phone and look at the, the satellites you need. Look how expensive those satellites and to maintain them. Do away with the satellites and ether is in, in, a, in its place. Ether is the substitute. Ether is free. It's universal. It's safe. Why do you yeah. need satellites when you have ether? Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. You don't need any of the stuff. Yes, it's all obsolete. It's all obsolete, right. And that's why JP Morgan and the Rothschilds were so intimidated by Tesla, because you don't need the infrastructure. It's- in their minds, right. In their minds, they, that was a huge threat because they're so invested in that system. And they right. want to keep the slave system going. So right. in their minds, it's the, the complete opposite mindset that we have because we're thinking for humanity and what's going to free us and allow us to thrive. They're thinking, how can we stay in power and keep this system? This, we, this is our system. Right. And those humans, you know, they're, they, they think they're like our, uh, they're, they're, they know they're our slave masters only with that system. So if that system goes away, they are no longer, they have no power whatsoever. None. They're goodbye bye. So exactly. that's a huge so, right. so right now, if you wanted to just illuminate the room with that device plugged in and, and putting a light bulb next to it, how much electricity would that draw at the, at its current state of development? This is just household current right now. So, you know, if, if I hold up a light bulb to the instrument, I, I could hold up. 100 light bulbs, and it would illuminate 100 light bulbs. The key is to amplify this energy so that I can send it at a distance. Right, right. So that, that's what I'm working on right now. I have to figure out how to send this at a distance. Tessa understood that. I don't understand. Right. So I, I guess what I was saying is, like, when you put a light bulb up next to that, it doesn't draw any more voltage from That's the, correct. Okay. That's correct. That's correct. It's 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 self-sustaining, exactly. Okay, interesting. Um, well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us or our audience before we start wrapping this up? Well, we'll wrap it up. Thank you for the interview. Thank you for seeing the the, the gigantic picture here. That yeah. this will change the way we live. Scalar energy will change the social order. I'm all about improving our the, the human condition. I want to see things improve. And we're at a standstill now because the the dead end, as you both put it so adroitly, is the current system of academia. We're not going to get anywhere with with the way things are in academia. 
we need a new way of, of, of looking at reality. We need a new paradigm, which is scalar energy, free energy, zero point energy. This is going to liberate us. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so just one more time, please let the audience know um, how they can find you and how they can book a session with you. Scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Uh, anybody can register for 15 days of sessions, do so. And then you prove it to yourself. I think you'll feel better, but I'll let you make that decision. And one last thing I, I know I wanted to touch on earlier and I forgot. So this is all done by permission. Like you don't run this machine on people unless they give you the go ahead, right? That's correct. That's why we want people to go to the website for them to sign. We don't sign you up. You have to do it. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, well, thank you so much, guys. Go and check out his website. I highly recommend doing the 15 free days, and if not, the full 30 days. Uh, I I, I experienced benefits and changes that I never expected. I didn't know what to expect at all, actually. Uh, so it was very surprising for me, and I might even do it again just because I want to, <laughs> just for the hell of it. But um, thank you so much, and we really appreciate you. And guys, uh, we can't do this without you. As always, we love you. And if you feel compelled at all to join us in May at our event in Grafton, Illinois, May 13th through the 16th, all that information is below at rebelsofdisclosure.com. And we hope to see you there. Um, Until next time, have a great evening. Good night. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Something unpredictable, but in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right I hope you had the time Actually, I was quoting Sherry that's the, that's the last time Brad will ever quote me. <laughs>
Hey guys, we hope you can join us this year at the Rebels of Disclosure Conference in Grafton, Illinois at the Pier Marquette Lodge and Conference Center, May 13th through the 16th. As you can see, we have tons of fun. We've made some great memories and we just wanted to take this opportunity to extend the invite to all of you who've never been. It's so much fun and it's so important to connect with Soul Family and we just really look forward to seeing everyone out there. Yeah, I hope to see you all there. It's a blast. Um, it's really something that you have to experience to uh, to know how amazing it is. And it's so much more than just the speakers. Um, it's just, it's an amazing time and it's amazing uh, to connect with Soul Family. So we hope to see you all there. And all that information is below at rebelsofdisclosure.com. So grab a ticket and join us. We hope to see you there.